If you're growing a business or just thinking about launching a startup, this is definitely the podcast for you. This is Fast Forward, brought to you by Tech Manchester. We support early stage tech focused businesses. Each week, we'll dive into the issues that we know keep entrepreneurs awake at night. We'll chat to experts who'll share their tips and advice on how to handle everything from raising finance, making your first hire, to getting your company noticed on social media or in the press. Running a business is a roller coaster. It's exhilarating, but it's pretty damn scary at times too. We're here to help you get your business off the ground and hopefully get a better night's sleep. It's hosted by me, Patricia Keating, Executive Director at Tech Manchester. Standing in a tin shed, waiting for the van to come. Oh, friend, have you seen where my golden tickets be? Welcome back to the Fast Forward podcast. Now, we all know that having a mentor can have a huge impact to entrepreneurs, business owners and leaders. The most successful people surround themselves with those they learn from. At Tech Manchester, we've seen many a mentoring relationship flourish and witness the real magic that happens when you get a fantastic partnership. Now, if you've never had a mentor or wondering how having one could benefit your business, then this is definitely the episode for you. We have two amazing guests with us today to talk about this very topic. Uh, Andy Hall is a mentoring relationship specialist at the GC Business Growth Hub. He has brokered almost 600 mentoring relationships and has won several awards, including Mentor of the Year, and is a passionate advocate and mentor himself. Uh, He's joined by Jeff Bocock, who's also from the Growth Hub. He works there as a business development manager, working in partnership with the Be The Business initiative in collaboration to deliver a mentoring program to SME businesses right across the UK. Welcome both of you. Hi, thanks very much. It is so great to have you here and this is a topic that is very close to my heart so I'm really glad to to talk about it with you both. You're both hugely passionate about mentoring and the benefits of it but I always like to start with a little bit about who's in the chairs and a bit about your personal stories. Andy, let's start with you. Um, (laughs) (laughs) You and I have known each other for uh, quite a few years now. And um, but actually, I don't know this story about you. You set up your first business at the age of 14. Mm. Tell us about that and uh, where that journey has taken you. (laughs) Yeah, you've been on my LinkedIn profile. Um, yeah, I can legally talk about this now. Um, essentially, I copied pirated computer games at school and sold them. Do you remember the ZX Spectrum? Yes. Uh, okay, so ZX Spectrum, you could buy tapes. And that was at the time when you could buy tape-to-tape recorders. Yeah. I bought C90s, lots of original games, put them all on C90s and sold loads of them at school and made loads of money doing it. Nice. You were side hustling. Entrepreneur. Okay. <laughs> And then what happened after that? So we've got another couple of decades of stuff in between. Oh, wow. What happened after you had your first business and um, made loads of money? Yeah, well, I, I got a job on a on a market, Oldham Tommyfield Market, selling mm-hmm. fabric. And that was quite an interesting introduction to selling. Yeah. Um, 
not really cut out for education, so I went straight Is there a to pun the, in there? Um, very good, yes, yes. <laughs> uh, yeah, I didn't realise. Very funny, Trish. Um, then I worked... Somerset, uh, I, um, I left school, 16, got a job making coffee, still drink coffee now, and doing filing in an insurance office mm. for about five years. Then took a job in Manchester working for Direct Line Insurance and I worked there for almost 20 years. Worked in insurance about 25-ish years. Set up a mentoring programme, which would have been about 15 years ago now. Was that your first kind of engagement with mentoring? Yeah, I didn't have a clue what mentoring was at the time. Um, it was just another thing to do. It's almost like part of the job to do. Yeah. I didn't really understand the purpose of it. Yeah. Um, so probably made lots more mistakes than I should have done there, but um, lots of good came from that so then I left um which then became RBS insurance got my own business bought three franchises sales and marketing digital franchises that was liquidated by a franchisor um then became a sales and marketing consultant became a mentor as well voluntary mentor and then took a job at the business growth hub because they asked me to join their mentoring program nice so all of that eclectic experience mm bringing together, culminating in your own business, culminating in all of the mentoring experience that you bring to the job mm. today. Nice. Yeah. Um, Jeff, what about you? So, uh, yeah, um, we found our six degrees of um, separation last ne- last week when myself and Andy were talking. So um, as similar to Andy, I left school when I was 16 and I, I knocked on the door of uh, what was Williams and Glynn's Bank. So that was just before the, uh, the merger with the Royal Bank of Scotland. Uh, spent six years with them, six great years, taught me a lot. And then um, I just got bored and I thought, I need to change my route. So I went back into education for a, a number of years. Um, and I've always been super, super passionate about travel. And what I wanted to do was to match that desire for travel with training as opposed to education, because I've been through the education system um, involved in teaching. And if you could... If somebody gave you a blank piece of paper and said, write your ideal job ever, I had the opportunity to do that. Not literally write the Mm -hmm. job description, but to do that particular job. And and that job entailed um, working in conjunction with um, Thompson Holidays and recruiting, training and continuing assessing overseas all of their children's representatives. Mm-hmm. So it was a really hard job, Tricia. They, they, they took me to um, the Balearics, Turkey, Tunisia, Greek Awful. islands. It was just shocking. <laughs> and then <laughs> to add further insult to injury, yeah. um, I was then asked to uh, be involved in um, a, a training de- uh, training delivery of a um, a program in the French, Italian, and Swiss Alps with a ski shocking. operator. Absolutely shocking. Don't know why he stayed there for so long. Well, people <laughs> ask that question, so um, but that's for another story. Uh, and then I again with my desire for training and and people development, um, I secured um, a couple of posts. One was in um, uh, Manchester for five years, working for uh, uh, the Apprentice Academy. Um, and then more recently with a number of training providers um, in business development roles and then more recently um, with uh, with the growth company. Lovely. So it's kind of like that continued passion of training has yeah. now led you to where you Absolutely. are. Absolutely, yeah. So we've got kind of two different um, organisations or initiatives or organisation and initiative here in the room. Um, Andy, tell us a bit about the Growth Hub and you know, a bit more about what you guys do there and then 
Jeff, can you step in in terms of how sure, that links absolutely. into the Be The yeah, Business yeah, stuff? Yeah, yeah. Thanks. Mm. Okay, so, so the business growth, though, but kind of does what it says on the tin. It helps businesses to grow the business. Um, that's either working through the strategic growth of the organisation or the people in the business. I work in the people, skills and talent team, so we work with things like executive development, workforce development and mentoring. But we have sector-specific programmes as well, which work in certain sectors. Digital, for example, will be one, innovation. Mm -hmm. um, we've got access to finance as well for those people looking to get external investment or just to manage the finances better. We have strategic growth teams. We have advisors that help people um, on a one-to-one -one basis and deliver workshops, etc. Um, and depending on the size of the business, the, we probably can support almost any size of business from pre-start, scale-up, mm -hmm. creative, global scale-up, um, all the way to, you know, the large top end of the SMEs as well. So if you've got any kind of business in Manchester, Greater Manchester, the Growth Hub can help them. That's what I meant to say. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so where does Be The Business come in? Because it's not just Greater Manchester, although Greater Manchester can benefit from it. Absolutely. The um, Be The Business Mentoring for Growth programme, as you quite rightly say, Trish, is a, is a national programme. So it covers all the way down um, to London in the southeast, um, uh, all the way up to the Midlands and then further north to the northeast as well. So we work um, in partnership um, with um, Be The Business and um, the programme's been running now for, for two years uh, and very similar to the programme that um, uh, Andy's mentioned, you know, it's all about business growth and seeing those um, SMEs and really supporting those senior leaders within those SME organisations um, to grow the business. And how uh, does it do that? Our partner, um, Be The Business, um, they are uh, they're looking very, very closely or, or have recruited a number of mentees uh, across the country with big blue chip organisations. So the likes of um, Glasgow Smith Klein, Ernst Young, Amazon, um, BAE system. So there's really big blue chip organisations. And uh, the mentors from those organisations are very much giving of their time um, free of charge. Um, and the initiative started um, as part of the Product Leadership Group, which was an initiative um, developed by Sir Charlie Mayfield um, from um, John Lewis Partnership about really giving back to the business community to help the businesses grow and ultimately to help the economy grow as well. So um, mentors or senior leaders from these big blue chip companies, they're being paired with um, sort of similar peer role yeah. uh, in SMEs. So a, a finance director in an SME in Greater Manchester could get paired with the FD for BAE systems, for example. Is that what you're saying? Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. And um, you know, it's worthwhile noting that um, it doesn't always have to be sector um, specific, hmm. you know, it's sector can come from a, a different sector. So, uh, you know, that depends on the needs and the objectives of the um, the SME as well. Yeah, I think it's good to mix it up. Hmm. You've got to bring in sort of different, diverse yeah. uh, range of experience into those relationships. But such a fantastic opportunity for a small any small business hmm. to get access to that type of expertise. Yeah. I guess they're, they're all kind of working on the same types of challenges and the same types of typical day-to-day -day role, except some, you know, the size of the amount of money that they're dealing with could be yeah. slightly different. Yeah. Um, and the challenges, but the challenges they'll, they'll fit, have faced will be the same. Um, now, Andy, um, 600 mentoring relationships. Mm. That is an incredible number. You must be very proud. Yeah, yeah. I didn't really think about it until recently when somebody asked how many have you been involved in. Yeah. Um, 
But yeah, that, that that that's about right. I've been there for about six years now, and we we'd broker between 100 and 150 relationships per year on average. Obviously, that fluctuates depending on the need and demand for for mentors and mentees. But yeah, it is quite a big number now. You mentioned it. I know I don't look old enough. <laughs> So how does the process work? Will this overlap with the Be The Business stuff? How does the two um, processes complement each other? Well, they're the different programmes, so mm. the processes are different. Um, whereas the, the main programme that I work on works alongside all the business growth of, mm-hmm. um, services, if you like. Yeah. So if somebody has an advisor from the business growth, they have the opportunity to have a mentor as well to kind yeah. of fill the gaps. So it's open in. to everybody. Yes, it is open to everybody who is a client of the business growth up. Yeah. Um, whereas be the business is a, is a is a different way of working. You don't have to necessarily be um, a client of the business growth up, if, yeah. if I'm correct mm-hmm. on that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. But they must have, also have to have qualifiers because you won't have an, a limitless number of mentors, right? Um, yeah, How do you qualify for be the business mentoring? Okay, so if, if you are um, an SME leader and you're looking to uh, to join the program, um, then the uh, eligibility criteria is a turnover of two million pounds or more um, to have uh, a minimum of, of ten um, FTEs, full time employees, mm-hmm. um, to have um, you know desire to grow the business, and as we've touched on already, Trish, the the fact that it should be a senior leader, a decision maker in mm-hmm. in that that particular organisation. Uh, so yeah, those are the main criteria. There is a bit of um, flex on that as well. Okay. So if you've got a business that you've got a turnover of over two million, you're listening to this. Um, I guess the question would be, well, you know, if we play devil's advocate, it's like, so what? Like, what would, what's the opportunity? Like, what's an, an SME perhaps going to benefit from if they did partner it with a mentor, mm-hmm. whether through the Growth Hub programs or through the B of the business? What are the opportunities for the SMEs? So I think, you know, there's, um, you know, a whole range of um, opportunities and, and advantages of, uh, you know, tapping into a, a mentor as you've said already, Trish, you know, lots of different organisations have different challenges in terms of growing their business. Um, but, you know, very often we do come across those common themes, you know, those may be based around um, dealing with change, you know, as, as lots of organisations um, are at the moment, um, with, with people issues. And, you know, talking those through with experienced, qualified um, mentors brings it very often a different dimension to the way that those senior leaders think, maybe their approach to those challenges. Um, but ultimately, as we said before, the undercurrent being that um, they're looking to, to grow the business. You know, what is the bottom line? So for those businesses out there listening to, the, to that, that's what I would say. Yeah. Andy, you've, mm. um, through the time that you've spent with um, all the different partnerships that you've done, you must have seen some common challenges coming out for the, mm. for the, for the SMEs. Um, that are that are acting as the mentees in this in this yeah. case. Yeah. What are the most common challenges that you've seen um, that are consistently coming up and, and where mentors can help? It's mm. interesting, actually, just listen to what Jeff said there. Is and um, where, where would kind of position the challenges um, with the main program that I work on? It's about the person themselves. It's almost a, it's it's not business to business. It's person mm-hmm. to person the relationship. Whereas would be the business would look at the the growth of the business. Yeah. What we're looking at in our program is the growth of the individual, yeah. which will then translate into potentially growth business. business growth. Yeah. So it's 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 a it's a slightly different dynamic. Yeah. Um, common challenges will be the decision making process quite often in their particular role. You know, how if it's a if it's the business owner, the MD or the founder, 
sometimes they're not too sure whether they should pivot or they should get investment or they're looking to bring somebody on. They just want an external sounding board to, yeah. to rationalise that thought process quite often. Um, whilst most don't say this, I'd probably say 100% of people looking for a mentor are looking to develop their confidence in a particular area. Mm-hmm. That doesn't have to be... Um, decision making that could be their confidence in having conversations with members of their team or with suppliers or mm-hmm. with customers um, confidence in spending the right amount of time in the right areas sometimes it's just having that outside perspective from somebody who will, under, who will understand that challenge who's got a rough idea of what they feel like through yeah. a shared experience without any skin in the game I suppose you know they don't have an agenda do they yeah. mentors yeah it's, it's, that's a really good phrase actually because I, I get asked this quite a lot why would somebody want to be a mentor if you you know, if somebody's not paying you. So so not having skin in the game really keeps it very altruistic. It mm. is about paying back, you know, maybe not to the person directly, but back to the wider community who supported them in their journey. So, yeah, I think it's really, it's, it's really good being a mentor myself. It's really good to just impart what you've learned for the benefit of someone else for no other gain, but other than knowing that what you've learned is going to benefit another individual. Yeah. And it's, but it's not just about benefiting the SME or the, the, the the recipient of that mentoring is it it's um you know the mentors get stuff out of it mm. too i mean why uh, you know why would any corporate get involved in this at this level for the be the business stuff for example jeff like what's the opportunity for their for their staff yeah um you know just having spoken to one or two of the the mentors recently across um different organizations you know they've the feedback from them there's they found it really beneficial um, you know, firstly from their their own CPD, you know, they're developing their own mm-hmm. skills because you know, any good mentor is is always learning and developing. Um, there's opportunities to to network, you know, with with fellow mentors uh, across the uh, the program. So it could be that um, you know they've got a an issue that they're trying to address, and they can then reach out to uh, to fellow mentors uh, as well. Uh, and just networking across the you know the regional um, business networks as well is is a great opportunity. So as we're all learning all of the time and, and networking, you know it's it's a great circle um, to be within. Yeah, yeah. Andy, what would you add to that? Um, in in terms of being a mentor individually, you learn so much about yourself. I find is that when you when you share what you've done yourself yeah you hear those words coming out of your own mouth and you you realize that you've actually achieved quite a lot in your time it makes you go hey i know some stuff yeah and it does build your own confidence as an individual Mm. um it's those people skills i think it really helps you know so if you're a mentor and you're currently working in industry you Mm -hmm. develop a different level of empathy because you're not worrying about your own productivity you're thinking about the person in front of you gets you out of your own problems and puts you into somebody else's shoes for, for a while so that really does help i think it's definitely helps develops in a from a personal perspective your leadership ability from yeah. rather than just being a manager of a process or manager of people it allows you to to learn with empathy leadership skills so actually saying well if i'm going to ask you as my mentee to show me how you do this i need to demonstrate that i can do that too yeah you know so if i'm going to suggest um a particular way of interacting with somebody whether it's communication or face-to-face meetings for example i need to make sure that i'm actually quite good at that myself so it kind of re- freshens ourselves if, if you like it kind of gives us a bit more um focus on our own skill set if you like yeah no i definitely agree with that definitely builds your confidence if you're starting to teach others and you realize what what you have to give mm. mistakes we love we love mistakes on the show um 
common ones that you have seen businesses make and and how mentors can help them avoid them? What would your thoughts be? Gosh, there. Andy, you smiled when one. I said that. <laughs> um, Which is way, a lot of the yeah. time what mentors want to do is like, I just, you know, I made all these mistakes and I would like, really like yeah. to help someone else avoid something. Yeah. yeah. It's interesting because um, one of my favourite phrases that one of the, one of the mentors told me is that I'm a mentor because it cleanses my soul. I think where, where that was coming from is that when when people make mistakes, generally they don't want other people to make the same mistakes. They've yeah. had to go through the same pain, I, and and I totally get that. The common ones I hear from mentors who who I've inducted, they've they've said various things like spending too long overthinking things, procrastinator, overmaking mm-hmm. a decision, you should have just got on with it in the first place. Um, some some things are not always about business. Sometimes they're about how they live their life as well. Like yeah. I shouldn't have spent 17 hours a day working on my business. I should yeah. have spent more time with my children growing up with my family. Yeah. Little things like that. I really should have delegated more. You know, it, it was... Yeah. I, I Nobody to... goes to the deathbed saying, I wish I'd have worked more. Yeah, I wish I'd become more of a polymath in my career. Yeah, <laughs> I'd love to... Yeah, really, I should have got some more letters after my name. That would yeah. have made me a really happy person. But, um, don't I mean, joking aside, I think it's, it's, it, people have learned a lot of different things, not just from business, but from running a business and working with, with, with many other people. Um, and it is that, that thing, the question I'd ask mentees often is what keeps you awake at night? And that allows mm. me to tell you. Yeah, the um, theme of this podcast. <laughs> yeah. Um, and it, that answer will tell me the type of mentor they're looking for, who's yeah. actually made a mistake that you might be worried about, mm-hmm. you know, who's learned from yeah. the lessons that you're having to learn now, you know. So, it, so it, there's loads, you know, we could be here all day. How long have you got on the podcast? A uh, couple of few more minutes. I'm gonna, I, could, I could probably add to that, <laughs> know your numbers. If you don't know your numbers, you shouldn't be in business. Um, if you're not focusing on profit, you might as well get a job. Little things like this, you'd hear this regularly yeah. from most mentors. But yeah. Jeff, what do you think? Yeah, no, I'd agree with all of that. I mean, just would add to that, um, you know, in, in terms of maybe sector-specific mistakes um, that can come up. Uh, I mean, my background historically, as we've touched on a little bit uh, already, you know, leisure, tourism, hospitality. So that's an area that I know um, um, something about. And, you know, having worked in that sector and speaking to business leaders in that area, you know, you do hear common things, themes, and uh, Andy's touched on some of those already, but they could be something that's as, as current as, as Brexit, as we're all learning about, you know, what mm-hmm. does that look like? How's that going to affect the the, uh, the the company? How's it going to affect the workforce? Do we export? Is there opportunities? It goes on and on, doesn't it? Mm. Yeah. yeah, that uncertainty that all of that mm. brings from mm. the outside forces. Mm. Um, okay, so I think, um, you know, I think we're pretty well covered. Mentoring is awesome. Everybody should get involved in it in some way. Either find a mentor to help scale your business or professionally develop yourself and get involved to mentor mm. for the same reasons. Um, so we're we're about to embark. I'm a mentee. What's the best pieces of advice that you could give me to get the most out of this relationship that I'm going to go on? And the reason I want to touch on this is because Quite often there's an uncertainty that, you know, mentees aren't 100% sure what they're letting themselves in for. Uh, Mentors sometimes don't know what to expect. So what kind of advice could we give uh, those people that are about to embark on that to help prepare them? Yeah, I think um, first and foremost, uh, you know, if you're stepping into that relationship, it's about being very 
honest and open and that's something that would be encouraged as part of the relationship um, um, at the start. And then moving forward, you know, is to be very clear about the objectives that you're trying to achieve as a mentee mm-hmm. um, and work closely with your mentor in terms of, of achieving those. And, and like you would do, would do with any particular um, challenge, you know, is just to review those on a regular basis. And uh, there'll be times where things move forward and they don't. So, uh, yeah, just being very, very clear and uh, attach those timeframes, uh, Andy? Yeah, I completely agree. I, I would have said pretty much the same. Um, just adding to that probably is how much time and what <laughs> and how much commitment can I <laughs> give to this? Love it. But it, it, it is it it's is a important. big one. It, it is a it big is one. It's very important because I think those people who need a mentor most are the ones who haven't got enough time for a mentor. Is, is, yeah. is what I hear a lot is I'm sorry, but I can't, you know, I can't fill this form in or I can't uh, have a meeting for the next two or three weeks. You probably need a mentor actually to sort, you know, to sort your brain out a little bit, yeah. how to, you know, how to get your priorities right. Um, so, it, and what is it you're committed to? And I think it's when you're asking those bigger questions, you know, what do I want to get out of this? Why am I in this business in the first place? How is having this relationship going to be better at what I want to be better at. Yeah. Um, so there's lots of open questions. I mean, Simon Sinek will probably say it starts with why, doesn't it? And then yeah. what do you want that to look like? When do you want to be able to measure your success? And what does that success look like? Yeah. And before you actually ask me that question, Trisha, I was just going to add to the previous question. You know, some, sometimes for mentees, it might not be that the mentoring relationship is quite right just yet mm-hmm. because people are wrapped up in the day-to-day business operational activities and you know, we, we keep saying joking about it but it might not be the right time for them so you know people that are listening to this podcast you know it could be that it's two three four months down the yeah. line same for the mentors too mm. absolutely totally yeah yeah i think that's a really good point actually jeff because you we talk about the timing of it it's sometimes it's like cart before the horse if you have mm. a mentor before you've mm. you've even got the foundations of your business straight it's mm. very difficult to for a mentor to actually have a, a valuable impact mm. yeah. on that individual mm. so sometimes with when i'm speaking with a mentee um i'll ask them where they're at in their business and what do they need to get you know get over the next few months mm. And if they're not clear on that answer, then it's probably going to be very difficult for a mentor to do anything with any kind of impact with them. So I think timing is, is absolutely crucial. Yeah. I suppose it's important as well as that. You don't get one mentor for, for you know, forever and that's it. You only get one bite at the cherry. Yeah. It's, I think it's right to have different mentors at different stages of your life and your career and in your business who can bring different things to it. So timing is crucial. I think yeah. you're absolutely right with that. I'm sure you both have had different mentors through mm. your careers. Um mm. How, like how many have you had? What functions did they perform? How long did that relationship last? And then I suppose more specifically in your two programs and what you're offering, how long does that last? And what can somebody mm. expect to get out of that? But we'll talk about your personal experience first. I've had the same boss on two separate occasions, mm-hmm. once with the, the job that I described as my ultimate job. Yeah. And then on a second occasion here in Manchester. And I didn't actually see her as a mentor but more recently as I came to the end of that second um, uh, employment with Julie Watkinson Hi Julie (laughs) from the Apprentice Academy uh, that you know you look back about the way she's led teams and Mm -hmm. the way that she's interacted with the staff the way she's she built her business and and everything that that's wrapped around that and as we experience that we reflect and with reflection, you know, you move forward and, you know, arguably 
that would be my experience. So thank you very much, Julie Watkinson. So um, with regards to the relationship um, as part of the um, Be The Business Mentoring for Growth programme, Typically, um, we're looking at a uh, 12-month relationship um, and and that's upon agreement mutually by both parties. It could be that um, there's three clear objectives and those three clear objectives are achieved by, say, month month nine and month Mm -hmm, 10 and and there's a decision made to draw um, a line under the sand, so to speak, but it may may continue. And um, in terms of the interaction that takes place typically on a monthly basis between the two parties, yeah. Okay. Andy? Yes, I think it's a really difficult question to answer that um, because it, it kind of goes down to the semantics of what is a mentor, I suppose. Yeah. Um, if you to sort of reverse engineer that question, you look back in, in your life and go, well, that person definitely was a mentor to me, but I didn't call them a mentor at the no. time, but I know that they were hmm. to me. And timing is is crucial. So I, I reflect on people who've, who've been around in my life when the business wasn't going particularly well. Kieran you know, put his arm around my shoulder and just said, let's just focus on the important things mm-hmm. here. And Roger helped me make decisions around, you know, where to move the business and, you know, should I just get a job, for example. Um, mentor I'm working with at the moment, um, I still see him on a very regular basis, maybe now for about three years we've seen each other. Mm-hmm. Um, and this is almost like the oxymoron. It's um, mentoring needs to feel informal. Yeah. But we're talking about formalising it. So in terms of how long have these people been mentors, you know, you could say they've been, I've seen them as a mentor to me for years, mm. but only periodically is that relationship actually a mentoring Activated. relationship. Yeah. 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 Um, so it's almost when something happens, you know, you can go back to your mentor and go, yeah. I know this person will be great at helping me with this particular challenge. They're the and person. you know you can pick up the phone. Yeah. More or less any time, you know, you can drop them a message and say, can we just go for a coffee tomorrow or what are you doing next Friday? I've got I've got something I want to just pick your brains about. Would that be okay? Mm-hmm. Um, so, so, yeah, my, my current mentor is John Warren. He's got um, He's got a lot of experience. He's... I won't give any any numbers away here, but it's a few years ahead of me. Um, <laughs> but his challenge in life is very similar to mine as well. You know, yeah. his his career journey has been kind of similar to me, but he's mm-hmm. also got two children who's gone into further education. I've not been a parent as our children gone into further education. So yeah. having to balance these challenges between work and career decisions and, and parenting as well, it's, yeah. it, it's the massive fabric of life, I suppose. And he he's available when I'm melting yeah. down on particular issues. And that's where he is for me. Sleepers. They're like sleepers, aren't they? You can just activate them whenever you need them. All Me- right. Your mentors. Okay. Yeah. Over time, I think. I suppose so, yeah. I suppose so, yeah. Um, and and that, I think that's the thing. And, that, and bringing that into the mentoring programme that I work on at the moment is that we, we talk a lot about the intensity of the relationship. I think that's something to really focus on. Mm. Um, is that usually when somebody's looking for a mentor, They've got something imminent to deal yeah. with. You know, it's pressing. It's, it could There's be. There's a reason. Yeah, yeah. You, you it's don't not like. Oh, I don't know what to do with my life. I just need. You know, yeah. it's not that. You, you, you don't just engage with a mentor because you because you want to, uh, yeah. or you know, it's just a nice to have. It's usually because. You don't there's know anybody purpose. else. Yeah, there's, there's a good reason. You know, and it doesn't go in anybody's business plan, engage with a mentor in quarter three of year four. It just doesn't happen. So usually it's when something isn't going quite right. You need that outside perspective. So the intensity, I think, will dictate the type of relationship and length of relationship. From the business growth perspective, we would ask our mentors and mentees, can you commit to 
a minimum of three to four meetings of about an hour and a half to two hours each. That's mm-hmm. kind of a minimum relationship. Anything less than that is probably not mentoring. It's almost pseudo consultancy. Yeah. Um, and longer than that, it's entirely up to both parties. Mm-hmm. What what I do what I do hear regularly from the mentors I've spoken with is that I'll never turn my back on a mentee. I'm not going to just stop no. the clock at six hours and say that's it. Right. That's go when and get I ask another you for one. help. Yeah, exactly. Generally give it. Yeah, it's like a dog's for life, mentoring's for life, isn't it? I suppose. <laughs> dogs for mentoring. I love that. I think that's the title for the podcast. I'm not calling mentors dogs, by uh, the way. Anyway. You can delete uh, that. <laughs> <laughs> no. Um, we've all had lots of um, guidance from, from mentors, myself included. Um, but what would be the best piece of, I'm not going to say advice, but you know what I mean, kind of piece of thought-provoking information that a, a mentor has given you? It's easy to remember the ones personally yeah. because, you know, you're emotionally involved in that. Yes. But there's so many that I hear daily, in fact, advice yeah. that mentors will give to a mentee and it's completely unique to that situation. Mm-hmm. But the common theme would be what do you want to get out of that? And I don't just mean out of the relationship. So if, for example, I want to bring on a new director, I want to pivot in the market. Yeah. Is why? It's not just because I want to make some money on that. You know, if you are successful, what will life be like for you then? You know, if you're thinking of moving into a different position in an organisation, for example, what's your driver behind that? Yeah. So why, why are you doing that? And then what? So, so whilst that's not a very specific one, the one that, you know, the one that has the most impact are the type of questions that mentors ask. Yeah. Are usually it's that, it's that why question again. <laughs> you know, why do you want to do that? You know, that's great to yeah. say, okay, I'm going to crush it now. I'm going to make another million pounds or whatever in the next yeah. several years. Why is that important to you? Yeah, I is would it, agree it, with what's, that. What's driving you? Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's not advice, is it? It's actually the, the, the questions that they ask you, the make you answer them for yourself. Yeah, 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 yeah. Very often we use the word... Uh, critical friend don't mm. we in uh, in in mentoring you know somebody that is is there to support that individual there to support um the business but equally just as andy said is, is to actually ask some of those hard questions and, and to question why somebody is going about an activity in a particular way why they've chosen a particular direction for the business so yeah and maybe that comes back a little bit to what we were speaking about before in terms of um, of self-reflection uh, yeah. mm, I think I'd probably add to that and it's a really good point Jeff because I think generally speaking mentors aren't really there to give advice as such no that's They'll, why I was like don't use the word advice don't use it I can't use that advice yeah and it, it I would generally suggest that if somebody's going into this relationship from a mentoring perspective, looking for advice, they probably shouldn't be asking a mentor for that. Mm. They're looking for a mentor to... They're looking for a consultant. Yeah, you're absolutely right. Yeah, and it's they're probably looking for wisdom if you're looking for a mentor. You're looking yes. for somebody who's experienced something who can yeah. add to it. One of the phrases I hear a lot of is, and, and as much as I don't like it, it's overused, that you don't know what you don't know. Mm-hmm. And that's what a mentor can do differently to a coach or a consultant. They yeah. can bring their own experience into that relationship. Sharing stories and then yeah. it yeah. lights a spark, doesn't it? Yeah, this is what I did. This was my journey. And then the mentee can learn from that particular mm-hmm. journey. Yeah. And, um, you know, just, uh, you know, use the phrase very often, you know, the answers lie within. So as Andy said before, you know, not just reaching out to that particular mentor, but actually reach out within the business. And, OK, we, we've said and acknowledged that, you know, life at the top can be lonely. 
Um, but you'd like to think that, you know, whether it's within the community or the wider business community, that people can reach out and actually get a, you know, a different slant. You know, you were saying mm. before, Andy, I'm just going to ring my friend up and just run this idea past past them. I think mm. that's that is equally just as uh, valuable to um, what a, a mentor can offer as well. Yeah. yeah. Any profound learnings for either of you from being mentors? What have you learned about yourself and your process of mentoring others? Mm. Personal point of view, it's been brilliant for my mental health being a mentor. Mm. Um, it's, it's really helped me get over myself quite often, you know, living a life, you know, living somebody else's problems, if yeah. you like, and reflecting on what you've achieved yourself. And you think, yeah. actually, I've achieved a lot here. Um, so it's, it's been great for me because it's helped me build my confidence um, and it allows me to not so much be a leader in an organisation, but to lead by example. You know, mm-hmm. when somebody's asking you for guidance or asking you for your opinion quite often, you have to listen to your own voice quite often. And that's a really good compass for, for success, yeah. I think. But I'm not sure if you'd call that profound, though. No, I think that's nice. Thank nice. You. Yeah. Yeah, and I suppose uh, for myself, you know, having come from a, a training education background, I'm very passionate about developing um, not just myself, but also developing other people. So, uh, yeah, firstly, you know, learning from my mistakes as we've all done, uh, you know, in our involvement with businesses, um, and then you know, learning from those mistakes, and equally coming full circle to the conversation we have had before about, you know, passing on those words of wisdom, advice, inverted commas, um, you know, to help other people because, you know, we're not going to be around forever and a day unless there's a, a secret potion we've not yet discovered. Um, <laughs> working but, uh, on it. Yeah, we're working on that. Working on it. And, um, yeah, just, just passing on it because it, it just gives me great pleasure and enthusiasm to, yeah. to see people progress um, yeah, you know, and, and that, it is. Yeah, I'm working with with young people on on as part of apprenticeship programs. You know, you can see if, if probably hear, hear me and uh, getting excited about this. But uh, yeah, working with young people and really seeing them um, developing their careers, I'm mm. really passionate about that. And yeah. the ideas they bring. Mm, yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I think it's a Dalai Lama said something like this. Bear we are getting listen. profound now. Okay. Bear with me. <laughs> the Dalai Lama said that um, the way to an eternal life is to share your wisdom with others. Yeah, and I think we also and just you to add that get to heaven. <laughs> you will get to heaven. <laughs> and you know, in, in just to round that off as well, having read um, and listened to some uh, some of the Dalai Lama material, you know, is the pursuit of happiness. You know, so in mm-hmm. whether it's in business, whether it's in our personal life, yeah, why are we here? Fulfillment. It is absolutely, mm-hmm. and so if we can bring happiness, fulfillment through business, through people's personal lives, then surely it's a better place. Mm-hmm. Definitely. That's quite profound, I thought. I love it that. was that. I'm going to tweet that. that later. Yeah. Um, we always like to end on some advice. And I think there's plenty um, to, to end on for all three of us here. Um, you know, founders that are listening, that want to get into some kind of mentorship. You know, we all offer, um, you know, programs of support. Um, Tech Manchester, obviously, for pre-launch tech-focused businesses. Um Andy, for everything that you guys do for all industries, pre-seed and beyond, and um, Jeff, for your two million plus um, big guys that are Mm -hmm. uh, heading to the stars. Mm -hmm. Um, But how do they get involved? Like, how do they tap into these resources? I'll include these all in the show notes so people can pick them up and get signposted to get started straight away. Andy. 
Why don't we start with you? Um, getting in touch with the business growth hub is a really good start. So how do they do that? So you can go onto the website. We've got uh, an omni-channel service. I'm not sure exactly yep. what that means, but I think people can contact us through yep, various... Yeah, it's really easy. User journey yeah. on your website. It's like, I want, yep. blah, big, yep. big thing. Ch- Click on people. it. Yeah. Yep. You can do an online diagnostic. You can have a phone call with somebody yep. as well who can kind of diagnose. When I say diagnose, I don't mean sort of triage as you would in yep. a hospital, but with you, you and your business, where you're up to, what are the problems, what do yep. you want to achieve, what's stopping you getting there. They could ring and say, I heard Andy on the on the old podcast. I want to speak to Andy. Yeah. And despite listening to Andy, I'd still want to. <laughs> um, and I get a lot of people contacting me through LinkedIn yeah. anyway. So I know I'll, you know, if it's something I can help with, I will do. If not, yeah. I'll dial them over to, to the business growth up. So it's really simple. Just take the first step, reach out, yeah. ask for help, and you're going to get it. Yeah. Jeff, how do we get on Be The Business to get some of these stellar um, top uh, top line SLTs into helping our SMEs. Yeah, absolutely. So um, as it's a, a national program, we do have um, 12 mentoring advisors uh, across the country. Those work in conjunction with the uh, local enterprise partnerships uh, and also the uh, the business growth hubs that Andy's touched on as well. So worthwhile um, mentioning that that's national. So it could be that there's a mentoring advisor in your area. Yeah. So, uh, so I find from Bristol. There'll be a growth hub there, there'll be a local enterprise partnership there, and there'll be a be the business person there Absolutely. I can tap into. Absolutely, yeah. And and if there isn't one specifically in, in your particular area, um, then there is um, our, our general um, inquiry um, uh, line, so then we can provide the uh, yeah. um, e- we'll email that address on the show with, notes, with yeah. that. Um, and uh, and also the, the, we use a platform. The platform is called iMentor. Mm-hmm. So um, both the mentee and mm-hmm. the mentor can actually um, sign up um, via that particular portal as long as they meet the the, the uh, eligibility criteria. Mm-hmm. And that's a discussion that would be taking place between uh, the mentoring advisors across the yeah. country or myself. So we can talk the through that. Absolutely. Uh, and then we um, both parties um, register online. Uh, and then ultimately we move towards making the, the match and making sure that it is a quality match between both parties. Yeah. And if I'm a medium-sized business um, or a corporate or blue chip, anybody, you know, these larger sized businesses that want to get involved and start donating some of their um, senior leadership team time to helping these smaller businesses, how do they get involved? Yeah, absolutely. So uh, again, just uh, reaching out to us via um, the um, uh, the email link which we'll provide um, equally through our mentoring advisors contact myself direct um, and again you'll see you know uh, having a look on through LinkedIn uh, we're making regular postings and we can signpost people um, back to ourselves um, you know uh, if you're interested in becoming a mentee or as you said Trisha mentor yeah lovely um I mean, we could sit here all day and talk about this. Uh, I'm no doubt we'll be here till next week. Um, but I thank you so much for your time and your advice in terms of anybody that's trying to get started on this or even exploring and uh, wondering about this whole mentoring gig and how do they get involved to help benefit their business. Um, I'd like to finish on a little um, quote that came through. I don't know if anyone else gets the my to be weekly um quote but I think it's quite mm. timely for today's conversation so thank you Adam Mitchison for sending these three. Hey Adam um, hey. <laughs> um, So Napoleon Hill quote was from today and it says it's literally true that you can succeed best and quickest by helping others to succeed and I think that is a really nice way to end mm. uh, today's podcast and hopefully once we're all getting our mentors and being mentored and that we're all getting a better night's sleep. 
Thank you. Indeed. Thanks, Thanks very much. Thank you.